even if it is sometimes discouraging or you don't get the results you want from your from your labor it's mm-hmm. you still love it at the end of the day so you continue to do it because you love it yeah. i think if you whether it works out or not as long as you love what you're doing i think it'll like something will come from it you know so i think just staying consistent i think that's like one of the biggest things just like everyday life comes into play it's, it's kind of hard to stay consistent with it but you know if you love what you're doing i think it'll always work out yeah and no matter what you know whether times get hard or not i think yeah. it'll it'll work out yeah. in the end you know? or something will always like bring you back to mm, yeah bring you back to to what you're supposed to be doing everybody, Sophia here, and welcome back to another episode of the Love Made Visible podcast. For this interview, I sat down with Stanley Starr, who is a rapper here in Houston, and we spent a lot of time talking about how he started making music, some of the other artists that have inspired him over the years, and since he's been making music for quite some time now, we also discussed some of the exciting changes that he's seeing in both music production and music streaming. I really enjoyed this interview simply because Stanley was just so easy to talk to, and as you'll see in the interview, he and I are both products of the late 90s, early 2000s, and it was just really fun to connect over that. All right, hope you guys enjoy this interview. Here we go. So let's kind of just start with where you were born and where you grew up. I was born. Um, okay, so I was, I'm actually not from America. I was born oh. in uh, St. Lucia. It's like an island in the mm-hmm. Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And, um... I don't have family out there, but, like, at the time, my mom was traveling and stuff, like, you know, Dominica, Argentina. Most of my family is in Dominica. Uh, it's, like, another island in the Caribbean islands. Yeah. But um, she just happened to be there at the time, and that's uh. that's just where I was born. But I don't have fa- family out there. But uh, but I grew up in Houston. I've been in Houston since I was, like, I want to say, like, four, maybe five years old. Oh, okay. So I've cool. been here for the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, have you been able to visit back to St. Lucia? I, ha- I I haven't been no I haven't been able to go back, but <laughs> I do really want to go back one day. It's mm-hmm. like I heard it's like super pretty out there. Yeah, I've like yeah. looked up photos and stuff, and it looks like really really cool. Like the houses are like they're not I don't know they're not like like the houses are kind of like stores at the same time. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. I don't know, like I don't know. It's pretty cool. I do want to take a trip and visit. Yeah. One day, mm-hmm. hopefully so you, soon. Yeah, so you just you haven't been back since you were no, since you were um, going there. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom she traveled a lot when we were kids. Mm-hmm. When I well, when I was born, uh, through like Argentina, um, I think when we came to the states, uh, we lived in New York for a couple of years with one of our aunts. Yeah, and um, I don't really remember that. Honestly, I feel like like my consciousness came, like it arrived when we came to Houston because I don't I don't remember anything before before that. 
So that's yeah. like that's, that's like around yeah, it's like around the same time, I guess. It's like yeah. four or five years old. That's cool. But um, yeah, I've been in Houston for the most part, most mm-hmm. part of my life. So Houston is your home. Yeah, basically. I consider Houston my home. That's awesome. It's treated me well. <laughs> How did you become interested in making music? Uh, I've I've kind of always been interested in music. I want to say I really noticed like, oh wow, I think I want to make music maybe when I was like in high school but I, like ever since I was like a kid and like you know elementary I've been super into music and I've always been like rapping you know yeah. quote unquote rapping and it just over time it's just evolved you know like when you find a passion for something you just you know get better with time but um, maybe like 2016 2017 is when I like first like really considered myself like oh I want to start making music like like full time like seriously you know yeah, yeah. so probably around then a couple years ago you know? oh, okay. but I've been doing it ever since you know yeah were there any musicians that inspired you uh, 50 cent <laughs> like like the like the rap stuff like 50 cent was like a really big influence mm-hmm. when uh when I was a kid I had um it's funny when I was like maybe like 11 or something my mom had bought me this uh this cd player you know like a little walkman yes she didn't buy me any cds though <laughs> so it's like i didn't have any cds all i had was a cd player she's like oh we'll get you i'll get you a, a, a cd or an album soon yeah. it was like for my birthday or something mm-hmm. and um around that same time i remember i found 50 cents get rich or die trying album it was like in the bushes like right in front of our what? our apartment complex <laughs> And it was, like, super scratched up. I, like, you know, you try to clean it. You yeah. know how you clean CD players back then. And um, that's, like, literally all I listened to religiously for, like, like that whole year. Until the CD, like, broke. Like, <laughs> it was literally, like, I, I listened to that, like, every day on the, on the way to school. That's so awesome, yeah. though. So 50 Cent was, like, a huge influence yeah. um, coming up. Andre 3000. Ooh. T-Pain was another huge influence. Yeah. You know? I think, and then, like, around, like, middle school, I had, like, a little, a little rocker, rocker boy phase, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, I was, like, into, like, Green Day oh, and, like, playing White Tees and shit <laughs> oh like that, God, you know? Yes. Like, Gorillas, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, all those emo. Yeah, the emo, the rock, yeah, like, the, I wasn't, the, the I wasn't, roar. yeah, I wasn't one of the rock kids, but, you know, that, it was like that. Yeah, and that was, like, that was, like, middle school. Yeah. But yeah. I had that little phase, you know? I, I did too. Yeah. And it's so funny when you mentioned like uh, you trying to clean off like the CD. Yeah, it was like it was like grimy. Like it's probably yeah. like mold on it, but it's probably been like sitting out there for days. I don't know why somebody throw it out. It was like my favorite fucking album. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I do remember the struggle too of trying to clean off like clean a either CD? like a CD or like your CD player mm-hmm. if something was like in there. Yeah, it's, like, it's got all that shit on it. That's you can like use alcohol. There was, like, all kind of, like, methods of cleaning it. Like, I know. <laughs> we used, like, toothpaste. I remember we was using toothpaste yeah. to clean it. We'd using, uh, remember somebody told me to use, uh, like, syrup one time. Hmm. That actually worked. Oh, wow. Yeah, you use syrup, and if you, like, I guess if you smooth it out enough, it, like, fills in, like, the cuts in the CD, oh, and it, like, you know. I never knew. Kinda I wish ar- I knew about that. It, like, crystallizes it or something like that. That's yeah. what I would ma- imagine. That's how it works. But, oh, that's interesting. Mm, like, kids these days won't have they, to worry yeah, about they don't that know, They don't know about it. Everything is, like, digital like, streaming. What is a walk? <laughs> exactly. Like, yo, what is a CD? Yeah. So, um, as a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? 
did you always <laughs> know you were going to do something with music or um i actually remember i don't know what grade i was in uh, probably elementary but you know like back then they would be like oh they would give you like little papers and they'd be like oh what do you want to be when you grow up and i'm pretty sure i i wrote down rapper <laughs> but I didn't spell it right. And she was like, I hope that's not what I think it says. It's like, raper, you know? But, yeah, I was like, ah, I don't know how to spell. <laughs> Typical. But I think, I think I've think i always wanted to... I, didn't, I never really knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, it's like something you figure out as you, like, experience yeah. shit. But definitely music was always something I like doing like I, I wanted I've always wanted to like play, learn how to play guitar like I had like acoustic guitars and stuff like that when I was a kid nice. yeah. but I never I never learned it like <laughs> I would try and I was like I have just a short attention span it's like I wouldn't I couldn't figure it out yeah. you know yeah. but um yeah I guess a rapper yeah. <laughs> did you have someone like in your personal life that kind of pushed you to pursue it to kind of like like pursue music yeah um Honestly, not really. Like, with the whole music thing, I don't like my, my family knowing I make music. <laughs> like, I kind of separate that. Like, yeah. I don't I don't tell them, like, what's, like, what I have going on. Like, mm-hmm. if I have a show or nothing. <laughs> it's kind of, like, not embarrassing, but I'm just, like, please don't come to my show. Or just, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't want y'all to hear my music. I'm just, like, yo, I just, like, this is for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, the black sheep of my family. Oh. It's, it's still all love. It's just, like, yeah. Like, between my siblings and everybody else, it's like, I don't know, we're very different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's still love. But I I did not have somebody that was just like, you know, you should really do this. Mm-hmm. Until I started, already started making music and I made friends, you know, yeah. with, within it, you know. Like, internet friends and then, like, you know, friends in Houston as well. Yeah, like but, that uh, community of mm-hmm. musicians. Yeah, the stuff. community of it. But, no, I didn't really have anybody that was like, yo, you should keep, you should keep doing this. Yeah. It was just like... I just really like doing it, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing it, Yeah. you know? You mentioned, like, um, until you found, like, a community, is that something that you were also kind of just looking for in the beginning, just a community or, like, a network of um, like-minded people? I I think I've, like, always kind of been looking for that, even, like, outside of the music, you know? It's like, mm. like, my friend group is, like, very, like, scattered, like, you know? Yeah. I have friends that are, like, skateboard, I have friends that are, like doctors and shit like I have a friend that works at NASA I have friends that like you know like make music and shit like that too so I've always been kind of not in one box but trying to find like some people call it like your tribe almost you know like trying to find your tribe of like friends I feel like I'm at that point now like where I've like found like my 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 people like my friends that I can like really really do shit with but yeah early on uh it's kind of just just me like doing it myself, you know. Yeah. Didn't really have others like that, but and also like it's like with the internet, you can like somebody like this in like Kansas can be like your biggest yeah. supporter. Yeah. And the person in your in your living room doesn't even care. You know? So it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's cool that you brought up the internet because that was going to yeah. be one of my my questions. Yeah. Is what's been the most exciting development that you've seen as far as making music and stuff with Mm. like you know with the emergence of all those like social media and like everything is like at our fingertips now it's kind Mm. of the most exciting thing you've been seeing i think the the coolest thing uh, to this day i think soundcloud was like a really it's like a boom for for music it's like 
because there's so many people that just started making music because it's so like you know convenient or accessible to them yeah i think that's the coolest thing about it at the same time but it's also like super oversaturated (laughs) but i think soundcloud is like like now it's kind of dead but like the boom of soundcloud i think that was the coolest thing like with the whole internet age because there's you found so many people like creating their own sounds it's not like it's not like just like shit you'll hear on the radio or like yeah. you know like mainstream music you it's like a kid in their bedroom making music and it's mm-hmm. like like the coolest shit you know yeah i think that's like one of the coolest things in the last like 10 years i don't even remember when soundcloud came out me neither. I feel like it was just suddenly there. It was just there, you know? yeah. It's, it's probably always been there, and it just got popular, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be like 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely say SoundCloud. Yeah. And then you move into, like, the streaming services, and it kind of, like, mm. it kind of, like, it, it made some people, like, really go far, and then it just, like, killed other people. Like, yeah. you know, it's like almost like if you can't adapt, you will be left behind, you mm. know? You know, yeah. the whole streaming, Apple Music, Spotify... But I think that's the beauty of things like SoundCloud and Bandcamp. You don't have, I mean, I guess not as much as, like, the other big streaming platforms. You don't have to worry about, like, you know, gatekeeping or people, like, you know what I mean? You can just put out You can put out as much as you want, whatever you want, yeah. Yeah. Bandcamp, too. I forgot about Bandcamp. (laughs) Bandcamp was kind of (laughs) like, it was like the Tumblr of, (laughs) it's like, it was there, and it's like, only people that are really, like, I don't know. I never, I never got into the Bandcamp. I did, like, I just, I would just release music there because people are like, oh, you should put it on Bandcamp. You could sell music there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like that was like one of the ways you could like make music online uh, or sell music, sell your music online. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Spotify just kind of grabbed that by the, took over. yeah, just took it over, and like yeah. that's the new way to like sell your music online. Streaming, yeah. it's like you know, streaming is like the new thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your process for writing? Do you have a do you have a specific process or just for writing? For writing music and Well for write I'm, I'm like a really bad writer. I'm no. <laughs> like I'm I'm I think I'm a I don't know. For when I whenever I write I typically just like freestyle mm-hmm. for as long as possible. And you know, I'm it's usually like I just mumble something and then I'll fill it in later. Yeah. Like, oh, this will work, this will work. And, like, oh, what direction do I want to take this? Mm-hmm. Like, do I want to talk about this or talk about this? And it's usually I want to talk about, like, a girl. <laughs> or I want to talk about, like, some, like, simp shit. <laughs> like, how, how much of a simp I am. But also not, I'm not a simp. Like, it's like a little, you know, a little in-between. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I'm just a certified lover boy, you know, <laughs> honestly. But my writing process... Yeah, I'm not, like, the, like I said, I'm not, like, the best, I don't consider myself, like, the best lyricist. Mm. It's just kind of, like, almost just feel good, you know? It's, like, whatever comes out first is usually what I use. Yeah. So, but that's definitely something I want to work on. I think that's, like, my, I think everything else I know exactly how to handle it, like, production Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and direction and harmonies and stuff. But when it comes to writing, it's, like, uh, (laughs) it's so hard because I don't know. I want to be deep with it, yeah, yeah. and I want to like get my point across, but get my point across at the same time and not be too deep. But I don't know. And I think that's totally fine. Like yeah. if you strike that balance, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. 
as long as you're connecting with with the person with the listener yeah Yeah. like i want to be frank ocean level (laughs) lyricist (laughs) like i like i really be dissecting frank 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 ocean's like like lyrics Mm -hmm. like his lyrics on chanel are like insane to me like how he really just like goes into flows and like the shit he talks about is almost like it's almost like he's having a conversation with somebody yeah yeah and it's i don't know it just works yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't really put it into words. He's just like what I I consider like top tier when it comes to like writing music. Frank Ocean is really crazy. Yeah. But I want to get. Yeah, I'm trying to become a better writer. I think that's <laughs> that's what I'm like pursuing right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't um. I haven't been making a lot of new music. I've just been like working on the same things mm-hmm. like lately. So, you know, like rewriting verses. Like, oh, I don't like this. I'm let me rewrite this. But um, it's funny because when I first started making music, I um, it was like it was a lot easier for me to write lyrics, or it was a lot more fun because I think now I like I think about it too much. Oh, you know, like it's, I like I, I really overthink it now, so it's yeah. not as fun writing lyrics like mm. as it was before. It was like more natural. Mm. Now I'm like, yo, I have to. It has to be like this, this, and this. But um, it's funny because. Yeah, when I first started making music, I was better at writing lyrics, and I was really bad at writing like catchy things or oh, like I like see. a catchy hook. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And now I'm like, I think I think I'm pretty good at writing something catchy, like a catchy <laughs> hook, and I'm like re- kind of bad at writing like a verse or lyrics. <laughs> it's just like it's just flipped it, completely flipped itself yeah. on its head, but. Uh, no, I think that's okay. I think it's okay to, like, go through different stages yeah, of, yeah, you yeah. know, of, like, uh-huh. as a writer and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um... I keep trying, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it really is just practice. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Just repetition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And also, I've been also finding, like, new experiences, like, you know, like this. Yeah. I might make something out of this. Hey. You know? <laughs> Honestly, it's like, you know, I've been, I've been... <laughs> trying to do more sessions or like yeah. meet up with uh other musicians i've never been like super big on collabing mm-hmm. just because i don't I, I don't like putting my my trust or my idea in somebody <laughs> else's hands because i'm like it's been times where i have done that and i haven't i didn't like the turnout and i'm just oh, like I, see. I don't i don't know how to tell them like oh i don't like it <laughs> you know i don't you yeah. know i don't want to be mean but um right and no, I think, yeah, that's one of the hard things about collaboration is especially if you mm. have, like, a specific vision or, like, an idea of what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Personally, I'm more of a individual work versus, like, you know, group work. Yeah, so group definitely work, I yeah. was the kid in class that didn't like group Yeah, but, like, I'm getting groups, like, no, I just want to work by myself. Yeah, I just want to do I just want to do it by myself. Yeah. And I think also, like, I, I didn't want to have that pressure on me where it's, like, if I fudge this, mm-hmm. I'm the one responsible yeah. for you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're a group, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you share that. You, yeah, and I, I don't also, I also don't like telling people what to do. So it's like, same. <laughs> coming, coming in with ideas, like, I want something to be done the right way, but I don't want to tell them how to do it, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I want to trust your creative process, you know? But I don't normally do collabs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of rare I do collabs. But lately I have been networking with a lot of like Houston artists like uh my friend Raymond, Nice Kaylee, my friend uh Chase, Chase of Nazareth. He's mm-hmm. 
I've always been working. He's like one of my closest friends. I've been working with with uh, through music, but mm. he's living in Los Angeles now. Oh. But um, we still make we still like link up, you know, through Zoom and like digitally like doing yeah, shit like that. Yeah. But um, I've been trying to do more sessions with people just to get you know get get out my comfort zone and yeah. like you know maybe spark some ideas and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good. if not a full collab, then at least like a yeah. you know creative like mm-hmm. writing session. Exactly, or something like that. Yeah. mentioned that you're like getting more in touch with people in Houston and mm-hmm. stuff like that and you I mean you grew up in Houston yeah has that um, had any impact on the things you write about or just how you <coughs> express yourself definitely just from like having sessions with people and seeing how they create mm-hmm. or how they work it's kind of like open my eyes and be like hmm maybe I could try that or like you know just get inspiration from just the meeting, like, meeting somebody is, like, yeah. pretty big, too, you know? Um, I think it goes a long way. And in the, in the past, I've always been, like, I'm, I'm not, like, a very social person. I'm <laughs> Like, I'm actually a big in, introvert. Oh, my God, me but, too. But, <laughs> like, even this, like, this is, like, this is nice now. I feel like over the years, I've gotten better at, at like, yeah. you know, like, talking to people face-to-face. Mm-hmm. But... I think it just happened with, with, like, age. Like, the older I got, I just became more comfortable with, like, talking to people. So it's, like, yeah, yeah. it just became more natural. But, yeah, seeing how people work definitely um, definitely influences how I make, like, you know, like, the next thing I'll make. Mm-hmm. I think it goes a long way, like, connecting with people that, like, you know, like, like minds that mm-hmm. share, like, a similar interest, you know. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing that a lot the last, like, two years you know, having sessions with friends and, like, even new people, you know. Like, Claudia Manuel, like, we did, like, the little podcast thing. Like, that was pretty cool. That was, like, a, a new experience, you know. Finding new experiences is, like, you know, that's, like, my new hobby. Yeah. You know, yeah. meeting people. Yeah. I kind of like it now. I used to hate it before. It's... <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't, you know, I would, I, I would like, flake last minute, you know. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if I want to go. I, I get know. it. I totally get it. I don't it. know if I want to do that. You, know, you dip yeah. out. And yeah, I feel like, especially here in Houston, I feel like Houston is such an underrated mm. art hub, you know it, what I it mean? Is. You yeah. find, like, really interesting people It's out a lot here. of people out here doing a lot of interesting things. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I'll be, like, I'll be on TikTok, and it's, like, somebody I've been watching for, like, a long time, like, oh, they live in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, a lot of people, I don't know, a lot, it's a lot of creatives out in Houston, whether it's, like, art or, you know, music or... Mm-hmm influence like being an influencer you know mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of people out in houston i didn't realize that are actually out here really doing it like that yeah but because anytime you see somebody online doing something you just like autom- kind of automatically think of, oh they're in la 
Yep. Or they're like in New York, New York. or some bigger yeah. city, you know. And yeah. Houston is like it is one of those cities, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like you said, it's like the a, a big music hub, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strong community here too. Yes. You know, a lot of supportive people here mm-hmm. and stuff. So, um, kind of a little bit um, off the topic of music. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the very first uh, non-music job you ever had? <laughs> non-music job? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I was like 15, 16, this mm-hmm. was like my one of my first jobs. Mm-hmm. I worked at, um, I forgot what the company was called, but I was basically like an event room planner. Ooh, like okay. I worked at this huge event room in South Post Oak like a South Post Oak area and Mm -hmm. um, basically like setting up tables and like laying out carpets and like you know helping like hang chandeliers and shit like that it was like a super odd job it's like one of those odd jobs (laughs) I think I got it through um, I forgot what the program is called but it's like a youth program to to like help the youth uh, Mm -hmm. find jobs yeah I forgot what it's called it's like on the tip of my tongue I'll maybe remember it later but um, yeah that was like my first job I think I got paid like, like a hundred dollars a week or something like that, like something ridiculous. Hey, not, I, I, <laughs> but at, at fifteen, it, it was like, yeah, yo, that's like, ins- yeah, it was like, yo, I'm making money. I'm, <laughs> I'm here like five days out the week making. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm about to go spend all this shit on candy. <laughs> Honestly. Not bad, considering yeah. like, I, <laughs> what was I doing at fifteen? Not making a hundred dollars yeah. a week. Just probably just running around on a bike, you know, I, uh, yeah. just doing kid shit. Yeah. But. It was that, and I think, like, that following summer, I moved to uh, Midland, Texas, Ooh. and, my, like, my whole family moved out there, and um, I had got a job at Champs, and I worked there for, like, like eight months, and that was, like, my, that was, like, my first, like, real-world job, you know, uh. like, you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's not, like, an odd job, it's, like, an actual, like, corp- corporation like type, yeah. yeah, it was, like, something like that, yeah. and that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I did that for like eight months and got fired. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I did, but, oh no! Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't understand like find like like let's say like oh I can't come in. I'm about to go out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, sh- uh, my, I think my manager was like, oh, you have to have somebody to cover your shift. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that. I was like, okay, I'll just ask somebody. And I I didn't understand like you have to confirm it and all that. Da, 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 da. But oh. I remember I came back after our like our trip and. Um, I was like, why is my why isn't my name on the the schedule? Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, we'll call you when we need you. Oh, and that's no. little that's all. I, like, I didn't sign <laughs> any papers. It. it was just like that, and I never got a call. So I was oh, like, okay, I guess no. I, I guess I got fired. Like. That was like also the first job I got fired from. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Oh, well, that was a good learning experience. <laughs> Def- definitely a good learning experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So are you doing um, full-time music now, or do you still have uh, No, nah, I have, like, literally the complete opposite job for music. Like, <laughs> like right now, um, I uh, I work in, like, property maintenance. Okay. So, like, I'm basically, like, a, essentially, like, a handyman. Mm, I do, like, yeah. handyman work for the most part, like, you know, um, like, irrigation or, like, plumbing yeah. or... No, like little jobs, like fixing up, touching up things around all kind of properties around Houston and like the surrounding Houston area, you know, like out in the woodlands and stuff like that. But um, that's what I do now. Um, It's cool. Like, I like it. It pays well. But at the same time, it's like my first like full time job. Mm. 
because I've always had jobs where it's like, it's like part-time, it's like whatever, like I'm focusing on music, yeah, you know, yeah. so I don't really care about this job, I'll like, it's like, <laughs> it'll be days where like, I just won't go, <laughs> sorry, I'm just, oh, wow. just looking at that. <laughs> That's a good yoga pose. pose. Yeah, the, the yoga poses are insane. <laughs> yoga poses in the middle of the park. <laughs> I think it's a guy too. He's pretty. Oh my he's God. pretty comfortable I know. doing that. It's just like that's hilarious. Damn. But um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, so you know, it'd be t- days where I like, I just won't go to work just because I want to work on a song, mm, or you know, right. the inspiration strikes and I don't want to break it. Like yeah, I just won't go in. Yeah. I won't even call in. Mm-hmm. That's how I lost a lot of my jobs. Like <laughs> just not just like you know flaking on it just to work yeah, on music like music yeah. is that important to me and it still is so having a job where it's like full-time it's like I'm really like adulting now you know it's like um, <laughs> yeah. I'm a real adult now so I have yeah. to like have like a real not a real job but just like something to pay the bills you know mm-hmm. so, but um like I like it but at the same time I don't like it because mm. Lately, I've been feeling like it's just been, like, holding me back from creating, you know? Yeah. Because I have to give... I have to put 100% of my time into creating. I, I, I can't... I'm not good at um, time management or, <laughs> like, you know, multitasking for the most part. Yeah. It's like if, I'm, like, if I'm working on music, I have to be working on music. And everything yeah. else is, like, secondary. Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, it's not that. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. At the same yeah. time, and then like striking that balance is hard. Yeah, yeah, for, like, it really creatives is. Creatives and stuff like having to, like needing something consistent, but then mm. you want to create. And exactly, stuff. it's not it's not easy. Yeah, and you know you I don't want to like you don't want to like lose yourself. Yeah, you know you yeah. don't want to like lose that that passion for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that have like given up on their dreams because they they need a work or they need yeah. to support their family yeah. and shit like that. So. It all it all comes into that, and you know, I'm at that point where I'm trying to figure that out for myself. So mm-hmm. it feels like a tug of war, kind it, of it almost. It really, right? it really is yeah. like a tug of war. <laughs> Lately, I've been um, I've been thinking about incorporating like my job, what I do, into my music, mm. like just to like you know maybe help out the situation, like yeah, you know, yeah. maybe I can like have like a music video of me doing like handyman work like yeah, <laughs> like you know dude. changing sheetrock or something like yeah. that like you know incorporate that in something into the music so mm-hmm. i've been thinking about doing that i think that'll be like a good little median for that mm-hmm. just so i don't you know lose interest yeah not lose interest in making music but get back to the hundred percent you know because yeah. i feel like now i'm like at like at 60 70 percent with the music it's just because i'll be so busy it's like monday through friday i'm working mm-hmm. and then on the weekends i'm usually spending it with my girlfriend mm-hmm. and it's like like i said the time management so it's like yeah putting this time here and that time there and that time there it's just like yeah. uh it's just a headache <laughs> it's it's like kind of annoying but i think i'll yeah. figure it out and no i and i totally agree like it's it's a good way for you to also um add meaning to the work that you do mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah purpose for it yeah besides yeah. just money yeah <laughs> it's like which is you know it's it's not bad which is yeah it's yeah, like it's, super cool you know <laughs> i've always had jobs that's like like i said like not like super part-time like mm-hmm. basically seasonal like yeah, yeah. you know like uh, for a good like the first half of my 20s i'm 28 now like mm. you know for like the first part of my teen years into adult life I've been like 
like almost doing like the bare minimum <laughs> like when it comes to like yeah. working like I, I really don't like like even now I, I really don't like working honestly <laughs> if I could just like make music all the time I would mm-hmm. do that and that's yeah. what I'm trying to do so yeah. so with that being said how has all that shaped the way that you define work like do you also see making music as a form of work too or um I don't I don't really consider it working because mm. in my eyes when I think of work it's like <laughs> something I don't want to do <laughs> so it's yeah. like with the music it's like it's it's just like a, like an ultimate passion mm. almost you know mm. like if I wasn't making music I don't know I don't know what else I'd be doing honestly mm. I think I'd probably be doing something creative because I've always been like a creative in the sense I might I might be like painting or like doing art I was super into drawing when I was a kid so maybe something That's like nice. that but yeah. I'm trying to make it my full-time job. Yeah. You know, I wanted to, I would love for it to be my full-time job. Mm-hmm. It's just figuring out, you know, how to get to that next step. Yeah. Staying creative. Yeah. Stuff like that. But, yeah. Kind of just staying true to yeah, yourself. Staying, exactly. Staying true to who, who you are mm-hmm. and just, just staying consistent. I think consistency mm-hmm. is, like, one of the big things in every aspect in life. It's, like, mm-hmm. staying consistent is, like... Yeah the key to it you know very true yeah because it's super easy to fall off of most things yeah but especially when it you know things get hard yeah and stuff where the fruits of your labor like they don't you don't see them right yeah, ex- exactly yeah. <laughs> i think a lot of people uh get super discouraged with mm. you know whatever their dream is doing if they don't see like immediate results yeah but i've been making music probably since like 2014 but like as a as a as Stanley Star, I've been making music since mm-hmm. like 2017, and it's like I've had moments where I'm like, "Oh, this is super cool. This is super, like I've had something really cool happen musically, or like, you know, like somebody reached out that I thought was really dope, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. And those like, those little things, you know, kind of like inspire you to keep going, you know, and staying consistent. But it's yeah, sometimes it can be discouraging. It's like <laughs> shit should be popping by now, like, honestly. But yeah. it's like. I think like that, but at the same time, I'm like, I know it'll happen. Yeah. Because it has yeah. to happen. I'm like, I'm way too fucking tight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm way too dope to just be Hell like, yeah. to just be like a handyman for the rest of my life, you know? <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I, I don't see myself doing that forever. Mm-hmm. You know, one way or another, the music thing will work out for me. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not like super sure. worried about it at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know? Yeah. So, um, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the phrase, work is love made visible? Work is, oh uh, yeah, work <laughs> is love made visible. Um, work is love made visible. I think I see, I'm trying to paint the picture right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like loving what you do, mm-hmm. you know? Loving, loving what you do at the end of the day. Even if, like, like, like we were talking about a second ago, even if it is sometimes discouraging or you don't get the results you want from your from your labor, it's mm. you still love it at the end of the day. So you continue to do it because you love it. Yeah. I think if you, whether it works out or not, as long as you love what you're doing, I think it'll like something will come from it you know so yeah I think just staying consistent I think that's like one of the biggest things even now like me and my friends we talk about staying consistent 
Yeah. You know, just like everyday life comes into play. It's, it's kind of hard to stay consistent with it. But, you know, if you love what you're doing, I think it'll always work out. Yeah. And no matter what, you know, whether times get hard or not, I think yeah. it'll, you know, it'll work out yeah. in the end. Or something will always like bring you back to mm, yeah, bring you back to to what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, uh, awesome. Well, thank you. I, I have just one more question. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, what advice would you give your 20 year old self? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Be more open, and don't be afraid to do exactly what you want to do. Mm. Like. Yeah. Whatever you idea you have, go for that right now. Don't, like, procrastinate on it. Or don't don't have, like, self-doubt because you already know what you want to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. And also don't let others, like, talk you out of shit that you know you want to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, um... Or, you know, like, don't be persuaded by people that don't get you, mm, you know? Because mm. a lot of the times people will... Whether they mean it or not, you know, sometimes people are projecting, you know, yeah. they'll put whatever didn't work out for them onto you or they'll, mm-hmm. you know, say this and say that. But yeah. just stay true, like, and don't procrastinate. Yeah. Like, go get that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't act on it right now, yeah. you know. I think that's what I would tell myself. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Follow yeah. your calling. Yeah, right? follow your calling and just be yourself, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I think I've definitely changed... In the last eight years, from when I, who I was, um, well, I don't think I changed. I think I just became more of myself. Mm, you know, yeah. like I think the person I am now is 100% who I'm gonna be in the next like 20 years. Yeah. You know, so that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you so much for yeah. this. That was that was all I had, really. Yeah. I, but that yeah. was, was awesome. I really enjoyed talking to you. Where yeah. can uh, people find your music and uh, you and I'm on <laughs> I'm on all streaming platforms. You can find me under Stanley Star, uh, Instagram Stanley under double underscore star. Mm. Um, I'm everywhere. All right. I'm global now. You know, <laughs> Spotify, oh, yeah. Apple Music, Bandcamp, <laughs> SoundCloud. Yeah. I'm everywhere. Just look up Stanley Star. Yeah, yeah, buddy. And you're just only up from here, right? Honestly. <laughs> honestly. Only up from here. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Nice. It was nice meeting you. <laughs> nice meeting yeah. Guys, be sure to check out his music on SoundCloud and Spotify and give him a follow as well. I'll be linking his handles in the show notes as well as where you can find his music. And as always, don't forget to give this podcast a follow as well on Instagram at lovemadevisiblepod. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!